I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. Oh, what do you do? Stand up comedy. <laughs> in the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to yes. carry him. Yes. To the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yes. Because I remember, I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months going to five months, yes. I saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. Prophesy. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? spirit you see what is on your shirt the lord said me your name is what is on your shirt hallelujah what is your name rose what do you have on your shirt hallelujah i don't know why where's my mama gonna power i saw fire jumping from her and coming to you and i'm trying to understand why when i looked at you i saw her when i saw her i saw you are you a nurse you're in the medical field Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Divorced. Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and run with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Amen. Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny it? Ogba Ogaga. Kenny. Ogba Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> Because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Prophesy! In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? The one thing about you, you are real.
You're so mighty, but you're full of compassion. You're the giver of a life everlasting. You're the savior of the world, Messiah. All I need, I find in you, provider. Worthy, wonderful, awesome, powerful. Glory, glory to you, my heart sings. Perfect, sovereign King, God of everything. Glory, glory to you. I lift my hands to worship. I lift my eyes to seek your holy face. I lift my voice. To honor you, yeah. There's no one else like you, Lord. I lift you. I don't understand your love. You're so patient. You surround me with your grace. It's amazing. Forgiving the way that I've been and you changing the old me, old me. Didn't know who I could be till you show me. Worthy, wonderful, awesome, powerful. Glory, glory to you. My heart sings. Perfect, sovereign king. God of everything. Glory, glory to you. Lift my hands. Ranto coste e peredia costa a parade. Maronde queste e peredia tonte. Macusta ebe delebede. Maria vonste e peredia costa a pradia canste e perede. Laisti constelesta in glory fantelino. Zantole prande capro sotolo boste. When you receive the Lord Jesus. He released something inside of you. He put a new spirit in you. Old things passed away. And behold, he put the spirit of pneumaticos in you. The ability to become more than just human. There is somebody that is crying somewhere in the world. There is a family somewhere in the world waiting for you to be manifested in Christ. You are the solution to somebody's problem. You are the miracle that you have been waiting for in your own life. Today, the Lord is calling you to come to that higher ground, that the pneumaticos will be released in you, 
that you will no longer pray for bread, but your presence will be the evidence of bread. That you will no longer pray for breakthroughs, your presence will be the breakthrough. The Lord is telling me to tell you right now that it is your time, it is your time, it is your time to walk in the greatness of who he is, that the world will begin to see Jesus because of you. Greater works shall you do because the spirit of pneumaticos is upon you. Rakatalabanto le prondekista aparadia. Merekushta akaradata tatata telemande le provekista. Zekera tia tonte le pronde paria costa aparadia cante. Mekarute, mekarute, mekarute. Maronde, maronde, maronde. Kezato, kezato, kezato. Marakasute le prande pakushte ekarande kista apadia. You are being released into that place, says the Spirit of the Living God. Today I am pouring a new oil upon your head. Something new shall be birthed out of you. Your words shall take residence in the earth. Whatever you say shall be more than a seed. It will have the ability to grow and become a tree that many shall eat from. Release your spirit by the words that are in you. Rakuste e paradante le pronde kista a paradonse. Zakuria paratonte le paradia coste. Redente le dente le dente le dente. Your presence shall crush the enemy. Your presence will silence every witch and wizard that has been coming against your life. Maronde caria tonte le prava kista a paradonte. You are more than just a man. A co-inheritor with Christ. Let that spirit of nomaticos manifest in you. Rokatante. God bless everybody. Uh, this is the prophet Lovi, and I am blessed to be here speaking with you today. And I'm excited to be speaking to you about building a solid relationship with God. Amen. Now, this is a subject that a lot of believers are confused about simply because of, of misinformation, number one. Number two, misunderstanding. Number three, because of works. Amen. Uh, these are just some of the few little things that have caused so many people. And it has cost them greater level of intimacy and relationship with God. Now, somebody who will go deep in any kind of relationship is your ability to know who you're with. If you don't understand the terms that make you have a great relationship with the person you're in a relationship with, automatically your relationship will suffer. So I'm going to debunk some of the myths and I will tell you my story of how God got me to this place that I'm in. So I want everybody to share. I want you to text somebody. I want you 
to share it on WhatsApp, uh, however you can, because this will benefit somebody in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. This will push you to a greater place with God if you would just uh, be attentive, get your notes ready, and God is going to move in a special way. This is for people who want to have a deep relationship with God, not surface. So, I need you to share this because this will be very instrumental for somebody because I've realized that it's very difficult to go somewhere where you have never been. If you know how to get somewhere, the journey becomes easy. It becomes significantly easy. So uh, I need you to share this and share this and share this and share this. All those who are giving, God bless you. I want you to share this as many times as you can. And then I will be begin. Uh, YouTube, are you there? Let me see my people on YouTube. Uh, glory be to Jesus. Glory be to the eternal Lord who lives forever and ever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Okay, I see a lot of people on YouTube. YouTube is coming up and uh, Periscope, are you there? Let me see my people on Periscope. And uh, all right, I see somebody from Atlanta. Greetings uh, from America, Atlanta, Georgia. Love you for life, prophet. Ah, love you too. Love you too. Beautiful. Are you guys ready to start? If you're ready, just type, I am ready. I am ready, and then we'll begin. I just need you to type, I am ready, and we will begin. I want you to type, I am ready, and we will begin. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Mm. Okay, I see more people are coming on saying they are ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I need you to hear me and to hear me clearly. Building a relationship with God is intentional. There is no one in the world that started with God at, in the depths of relationship with God. It is an absolute lie. There is no time a man ever sought out God except God seeking out man. There is no time a man ever loved God first except God loving man First, so you need to understand this is the, the foundation of everything before you can have any relationship with God. The Lord Jesus says in, 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 uh, uh, in one of the Gospels, you did not choose me, but I chose you. So God's side is always 100%. Yeah. But man's side has to be intentional. Yeah. Yes. 
your father your mother gave birth to you but your relationship with them is intentional good parents will try to create that bond with their child but it's ultimately up to the child to either build with the parents or not when i was growing up i was not a mama's boy or a father's boy i just was that guy who does his own thing <laughs> my my eldest brother richie was mama's boy Christian was uh, mom and dad's. My sister was definitely my father's baby. Yeah. Me, I was that guy that just, they wanted that thing, but I was just bouncing. Not that I didn't love my parents. I love my parents so much. I love them so much. But I just never was that guy that was a baby like that. I, even though being uh, the youngest, I was never really that baby kind of guy. Instead, I was intentional about not that your relationship with your parents is wrong but i was more intentional i spent more time with my uncle uh reverend simon more than anybody right. i had this pull because god had called me so i had a lot of pull to him that sometimes my mom would complain would be like you need to come home you know what i mean <laughs> because i would disappear watching my uncle trying to learn from him and seeing how he's praying, trying to see how he's working with God. So, in short, what I'm trying to tell you is this. Every relationship is intentional. Every relationship is intentional. You will not begin to be deep with God because you just woke up deep. It doesn't work like that. Every single relationship with God is intentional. A person, that is, a person that is not intentional with God a person who is not intentional with God will never go anywhere with God. Mm-hmm. Worship does not build a relationship with God. I know some people will not like what I just said, but it's the truth. This is why in the law of God, it does not require us to worship him. It's not a command. Even praising God is not a command. Aish, I know I just spoke to somebody. (laughs) I'm just being honest with you. You understand worship is intimacy. My ability to say what you mean to me inside, not what you have. Praise is what you have done and what you have. Uh-huh. Worship has nothing to do with God having anything. It has everything to do with who he is to you and what he means to you. Mm, yeah. Uh, ladies, if a man meets you and tells you, you are my whole world, he's a liar. He's <laughs> 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 lying uh, but a man can say, wow, you are, you are all I want. That is true. That is a desire. Yeah. It's not worship. Worship testifies of who the person is to you by reason of relationship. That is why there is nowhere in the scriptures when you read Adam is worshiping God. I feel like uh, somebody, uh, you know I'm offending some religious people right now. <laughs> 
You see, you have been taught to worship God without being taught how to know God. Ah. I'll say that again. You have been taught to have foreplay with God without knowing what God likes. Worship is foreplay. Literally, in Hebrew, the word worship is actually was not allowed to be said publicly. Really? Yes. He actually is a d- dirty word. Mm-hmm. Only thing that God asked man was to love him with all their heart, with all their strength, with all their might, with all their mind. Why is he demanding you to love him with all your strength, with all your mind, with all your might, with all your heart? When God spoke to this, he did not speak this to every human being. He spoke to the house of Israel Mm -hmm. because the house of Israel were in a relationship with him. So God set terms and conditions that require their effort to build with him. If I'm telling you, love me with all your strength, meaning that you have to do everything in your strength to do love. What is love? Love is not emotion. Love is a decision. Love is a decision. I have decided to pursue you. I have decided to know you. I have decided that I will go out of my way to spend time with you. I have decided that I will do anything that you want because I want to build with you. So God required the house of Israel to be willing to do everything to be in that relationship that they were in. So he told them, love me with all your heart, with all your strength, with all your might, with all your mind. The reason is being that these are things that are in their control. God never asked them to love him with their spirit. I feel like I'm talking to Uh. myself. God never told anybody, love me with your spirit. No. Because love has to do with a decision. What I have decided. What I have decided. This is why when you get married, haven't you ever asked him? I, I, remember, marriage is the only institution that you go into with a certificate. Mm-hmm. Every other institution you go into, you have to graduate. This one, you're certified because before you go in. Why? There is a vow you have to make. In sickness and in health, for better and for worse, I will love you, I will be with you. <laughs> Meaning when you annoy me, I need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if somebody's catching this. <laughs> Not only when you're sick, when you annoy me. When you wake up in the morning and you turn high with your breath. <laughs> your breath may be spiritual warfare. <laughs> I'm joking. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is why so many people's marriages fail because you go into marriage without knowing who you are with. And this can happen. La korabashia. Ha la kashukerebese. Ekerabasande. Ekorabasande.
ala kashande. Eko rabasande. Ela kashie. Koraba Sante. Oraba Sante Lekisha Akarabasia. Alaka Shonte Lebron de Gista Akarabia Sante. Now capture this. Is everybody there? So, yes, we're here. you get into marriage with a decision that you have made. And you go before a judge, a priest, to establish this decision. They even ask, if anybody is against this, stand up now or forever hold your peace. Everybody keeps quiet. They ask you, do you take this woman <laughs> for better, for worse? Till death do you part. Why are they asking you? Do, you? do you understand how difficult that question is? Meaning the priest is giving you a last chance or the judge. <laughs> if you're going to bail out, bail out now. Because once you say, I do, you bind yourself with this ring. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Why? Because marriage is a relationship and relationship takes work. If you're not willing to put in the work, you will not have a relationship. Yeah. So I see people fighting. I see people fighting all the time over how to have a better relationship with God. Some, oh, you need to worship God. Just tell him how much you love him and this... No, you don't. You know, love is a verb. is an is an action word. Yeah. It's not a speaking word. For God so loved the world, He gave. So when you want to love somebody, you have to give something of yourself. It has to cost you. Mm -hmm. When you you remember that song, my love don't cost a thing. It's a lie. <laughs> Love costs something. <laughs> Number one, love is not blind. Number two, love costs something. You just ruined some people's childhood. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> love will cost you. There is a cost to be in a relationship with God. So, so many people are in that place whereby they want to all sing worship songs thinking... That will make them or draw close to God. Nope. It's not going to do it. That is why we have so many worshipers. We have people worshiping like uh, recently there was that Hillsong thing. One of the Hillsong uh, worshipers came out said he doesn't even believe in God. He's so confused about a lot of things. How could Jesus be the only way? Notice they sang a very beautiful song and not all of them, a specific one. I think it was a man. Sang amazing songs. But the man had never even encountered Jesus. How can you meet Jesus and say, is he really the only way? You never encountered him. You don't even know him. You have never experienced him. You see, 
a lot of people are in this place whereby they want their emotions appealed to. And they think their emotions being appealed to, it means that they are sensitive spiritually. I'm going to say that again. Regedia canto lebron de beredia cosa acaradia conse. Macuria tante, merequista antole brendeguista. Zocoromokia talande, talande, talande. Merende ki katabaha. Zocoroboshia. Rakia tante, le tante, le tante. So somebody can write a good song. They can write an amazing song. Singing about how great. How. Sing me how great, how great. They lift up their hands. They don't even know Jesus. Aish, it happens all the time. How can somebody be in one of the greatest worship bands of our time and come out and tell you, I don't even believe Jesus is the only way? Huh? So meaning every song they wrote was based off of information they had seen in the Bible or sentimental feelings they had, but they have never encountered him to actually have the revelation of he is the only way. It was just a saying. Wow. Uh, Jacqueline Jenkins, thank you for sharing. So I want somebody to really understand this. Worship has nothing to do with building a relationship with God. Jacob was a supplanter. He did not become close to God because he worshipped God. Moses was actually a prince of Egypt and he was actually involved in the occult before his encounter with his father-in-law Jethro. And even before he encountered God, he never worshipped God when he encountered God. Peter was busy complaining about fish when he encountered God, and God gave him fish. I, I, I don't know if somebody's getting this. Adam never worshipped God for God to actually create him, nor did Adam ever worship God in the garden. Hey. Can I be a little, can I be a little, uh, 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 can I be a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Blunt. A little more blunt. Yes, Baba, yes. The Bible says, and Adam knew his wife, mm -hmm. and Adam knew his wife Eve, and they conceived. So to say you've known God, it means you have been intimate with God in a place that other people don't get to. Mm -hmm. So some people are trying to rape God. Mm -hmm. 
Huh. You're trying to push God in bed before you know him. Aye. Wow. That is what a lot of people are trying to do. And that is why it's not working. I feel like I just, <laughs> I'm talking to myself. We hear you, Papa. Some people are trying to force God in bed and you don't even know him. When you say Jesus is my Lord and Savior, you are just beginning, you have not arrived. And remember, he has been a Lord and Savior before you even came along. He is not changing. So there is the right way to build a relationship with God, and it does not begin with worship. You do not build a relationship with God because you pray a lot. In Matthew chapter 6, the Lord Jesus says something interesting. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew is the last book of the Bible. If you find it, you need deliverance and so does your Bible. Matthew 6. Matthew chapter 6 and you're going to read... From verse 5. Read verse 5. Matthew chapter 6, verse 5. Mm -hmm. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. Mm -hmm. For they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. So number one. God doesn't want you to be a hypocrite because hypocrites love to play, pray, mm -hmm. especially in public places. That's the point of that verse. Yeah. Read verse 7. This will shock somebody. I want you to hear verse 7 clearly. Matthew 6, verse 7. Mm -hmm. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Read it again. But when ye pray, but when ye pray, use not vain repetitions. Don't use vain. Re what does that mean? Oh Lord Jesus, I praise you, Lord Jesus, because you are Lord Jesus. Oh Father, I just praise you, Lord Jesus, because you are Lord Jesus. There is no direction to your prayer. What does God call you? God says people who pray with vain repetitions are heathens. What is a heathen? Can you give them a dictionary uh, definition of a heathen? All right. Here, the. Greek word is ethnikos. Uh -huh. uh, description. Adapted to the genius or customs of a people, peculiar to a people or nation. S number two, suited to the manners or language of foreigners. Notice he's telling you, you have adapted. When you adapt the culture of human beings, you are heathen to God. Mm -hmm. Because a heathen does not believe in God. God yeah. A heathen believes in the culture of men. Praying for the same thing is different from having vain repetition. Yeah. Vain. Mm -hmm. 
meaning it is it is not it has no purpose they will say in church let us now uh, tell god how wonderful he is you will be saying oh let me give an let's pray uh, god to heal the people the, the little children that are in hospitals you just that, oh, Father, you're just so good. Oh, Father, you're just so good. I pray for the children. You're so good. Notice your b words have no direction because you're not intentional yeah. right. about your prayer. Yeah. Your prayer, just you just pray in freestyle because it is just something you do because you are taught to do. Mm -hmm. But you don't have, you don't have, uh, you don't calculate, you don't think, you don't consider what is about to come out of you. Yeah. Because you are not intentional. I feel like I'm talking to myself. I feel like I'm talking to myself. We hear you, Father. We hear you. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Now we're here. We're listening. So somebody who is... <laughs> Somebody who has vain repetition doesn't know God is not even in a relationship with God because as far as God is concerned, you are heathen. Mm -hmm. Aish, I know somebody will not like that. Vain repetition makes you a heathen to God, meaning you have no relationship with him because you are adapted to the cultures of men. Wow. Hmm. Notice, Notice this, somebody asks, Eutychus Maina says, Jesus in the Garden of Eden, of, of Gethsemane, repeated same thing thrice as he prayed. Notice, repeating and vain repetition are two different things. You have to listen, people. Mm -hmm. Vain repetition, meaning without a purpose, you are just repeating things. Mm -hmm. The Lord Jesus prayed with a specific desire. He said, Father, if it is your will, let this cross pass. Notice he was praying about what was present in his life and what he was, he was, he was on topic. He was not worshipping when he needed to pray for direction concerning the cross. Yeah. He was on topic. Yeah. Vain repetition is, you're supposed to be praying about the cross, you're praying about breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> Aha, uh -huh. Diana Sim says it. Is it the same repeating Father God over and over as a filler? Exactly. Mm. And remember, it says, because of their much speaking, they think they will be heard. God doesn't hear you because you talk too much. In fact, one of the ways you know somebody has become a mature believer is the fact that you don't talk too much. Because God wants you to be straight to the point. You know God doesn't like this. Yeah. Let your yes be yes, but let your no be no. God likes you to be a straight shooter. I need somebody to hear this. Vain repetition does not give you a relationship with God. Much speaking does not get you a relationship with God. Praying in public places that don't give you a relationship with God. But these are the things that we are used to. We see them every single day. 
let me tell you something. It is better. It is better for you to pray for five minutes intentionally and understanding the formula of prayer than praying for one hour with much speaking, vain repetition because God will not respond to you. Because have you ever just, you know, when you, when you spend somebody, think about it. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a clip that I saw uh, from this cartoon called uh, Family Guy, where Stewie Griffin was just, Mom, Mom, Mommy, Mommy, Mama, Mama, Mom, 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 Mommy, 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 Mommy. Then the mother said, What? I love you. <laughs> then ran away. <laughs> That's how we are to God. <laughs> Father, Father, Lord, Jesus, Father. But when he asks you, what is it? Mm -hmm. I love you. Ah, So you called me. That's why the Bible says, do not call the name of the Lord in vain. Yeah. Remember, we haven't even come to faith. We are not even talking about saying and believing yet. I'm just showing you where you've been missing it. That actually just corrects the other person who said, um, the one who said Jesus repeated. Yes. Uh, it said vain repetition. Yes. And now it says, it's not saying don't call the name of God. God. It says don't call it in, in vain. vain. Yeah. Without a purpose. Because you're annoying. <laughs> People don't understand that God can get annoyed. Yes. His anger was quenched against us through the Lord Jesus. But you can still annoy God. He has emotions. That's why the Bible says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. If you can grieve him, you can annoy him. Mm. Some uh, Ralph Carter asked, when do tongues become misdirected? No, tongues cannot be misdirected because there is a way to get to that place where you actually pray tongues the right way. Because everything has a right way to do it. One day I will teach you how to actually pray in tongues properly because there is a way to pray in tongues properly. It's not that your tongues are wrong, but there is a positioning that when you pray in tongues, you come out with revelation. Haven't you ever asked yourself, how is it that Prophet Lovi always comes live and there is always something to say? Because <laughs> we have learned the system of downloading from heaven. So just by what we are saying right here, Just by what we are talking about here, a lot of people already you know. You already know yourself that, Aish, I've been messing up in my praying. Some of you already get it that I, yeah, 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 yeah. I've, been, I've been messing up with my prayer. I've been going the wrong way with my prayer. Is somebody learning something? Yes. Yes. Let me tell you, one of the things that I taught deeply in prophetic school is actually uh, how to properly, uh, how to build with God. Because God does not talk with people that have no relationship with him. 
Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to I, Jesus. Are you ready? Let's see Facebook. Facebook, are you there? YouTube is killing it right now. Glory be to Jesus. Because what destroys us with God is just ignorance. The right way to pray I want you to take these notes down because this is going to help you. Number one. Prayer will always begin with thanksgiving. Not praise. Thanksgiving and praise are two different things. Christians usually mix thanksgiving and praise thinking they are the same thing. Thanksgiving and praise are two different things. Mm -hmm. That's why the, Bible, the song says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Walk in his courts with praise. Praise and thanksgiving are two different things. Maybe I should give people some verses to help them. Thanksgiving is not praise. And praise is not thanksgiving. I'll say that again. Asha Madiwa says, surprisingly, I still can't share. I want this prophet all to myself. The rest must listen to you, but Angel or Chris or Bushiri, this one is for us. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, That's a good one. That's actually funny. I like that. Anybody that knows me knows I love a good laugh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20. Ephesians 5, 20. Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5, verse 20. Mm -hmm. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Giving thanks. Giving thanks is not praising. There's a big difference between saying, I thank you, and saying, you are the greatest. <laughs> Praise is saying, there is no one like you. Thanksgiving is recognizing who you already are and what you have already done. Yeah. Psalms 100 from verse 1 to 5.
Psalms 100 verse 1 to 5. Psalms 100 from verse 1 to 5. Mm -hmm. A psalm of praise. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, O ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. Mm. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Mm. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Mm. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Notice, he didn't praise God. He's telling you, give, first of all, recognize that he is. Give thanks that he is the one who made us, we didn't make him. Understand that you are because of him. Understand that the breath you have is because of him. Understand that if there is no him, there is no you. That is what makes you position yourself to be in the position of gratitude. God hates ungrateful people. I will never have a relationship with somebody that is ungrateful. Anybody that is ungrateful will never have a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Somebody can praise God and be ungrateful. We know people who can praise you with one mouth and with another mouth they are trying to destroy you. Yeah. Because gratitude yeah. is not found in praise. But somebody who has gratitude will genuinely have praise. Yes. So people who have no gratitude are not even qualified to praise God because as far as God is concerned, they are gold diggers. Aye. They want something from God. Aye. They don't recognize God for who he is. Huh. That we are his pasture. He created us for his pleasure. Why we don't know. All I can say is that God, I am just thankful. I woke up today. I didn't work for it. I didn't do anything. Lord, I thank you. Yes. Why you chose me to be awake today? There are mothers that are crying. There are children that are crying. There are people that have died. There are people that are going through this. But Lord, for me, I woke up in full health. Yes. Why? Yes. I don't know. All I can say is thank you. This is what begins your relationship with God. Anybody that skips this, you will never have a relationship with God. Because God hates ungratefulness. Yes. Acknowledging God for who he is, is thanksgiving. Yes. That is why the Bible says, anybody comes to God must know that he is. And he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Notice he's telling you that God, he is. You must know who he is. And the only way we can know who he is, is by what he has been to us. I didn't pray for salvation. God just decided to give his son for me. Do you think we'll ever have enough thank yous to say thank you for the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus? There's no enough thank yous. A billion thank yous will never be enough. Yeah. I feel like I'm talking to myself. It will Bible. never be enough to say a billion thank yous. But you wake up, your problem, your troubles, your praise is beyond understanding. The greatest thing that God gave you to establish you with him. Because let me tell you this. God hates ungratefulness. Yeah. Yep. Anybody that is ungrateful, I'm just telling you right now, 
you have no relationship with God. This is why even the Lord Jesus, when he was talking about uh, uh, the Lord's prayer, the Lord Jesus said something interesting. When they asked him to learn how to pray, he said, pray after this manner, our Father who art in heaven, Allah be thy name. Notice, immediately they begin, he begins his prayer by recognizing the position of God. Mm-hmm. Your name be lifted up. Why? Because he's good. His goodness did not begin because he healed you. His goodness did not begin because he gave you great breakthrough. His goodness did not begin because he, he, he delivered you. His goodness begins because he created you for his pleasure. Yes. Amen. Amen, amen. I feel like I'm talking to myself. We hear you, Papa. This is why we have people in the church that don't even know God. Because prayer does not begin with worship. Prayer does not begin with praise. Somebody who can never, let me tell you, many of you cannot hear God because you don't recognize him. Mm. Can you hear the voice of a person you don't recognize? Do you understand that thanksgiving is a testament to your ability to discern God in everything and in every place that you're in? Uh, I'll say that one more time. Don't you understand your ability to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. In all things, it means that you are seeing him in everything. Many of you pray, but you don't hear him because you have never acknowledged him. Imagine going to a room and you don't say hi to somebody. If they greet you, they'll be like, well, I'm here, hi. <laughs> it would be sarcastic, like, how could you come in and greet everybody and, and you just pass me? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And then you expect me to talk to you. Me, if you pass me, I will also just look at you. Continue to pass. Continue. Continue. No, I won't stop you and say, oh, hi, I don't know why you passed me. You know, did I do something? I should we passed that level a long time ago. If you don't want to talk to me, I don't also want to talk to you. Exactly. <laughs> you know, when I was growing up as a believer, I wanted, no, I wanted to give everybody roses, mm. but I didn't understand that is not spirituality. The Bible says, do not cast your pearl to swine. I know what I carry in me. If I tell you, hi, I am blessing you with something. If you refuse to greet me, Jesus said to his disciples, if you go to the city and somebody does not welcome you, take your blessing with you. Don't leave him nothing. <laughs> I feel like I'm on my own here. We hear you. I feel like I'm talking to myself. We hear you. Zakarabadia Conte. No, me. I hear it. Uh, you, you, YouTube, are you there? The Lord Jesus said, greet each, the Bible says, greet each other with a holy kiss. Meaning a greeting of a believer brings holiness. 
Don't you understand that if you touch somebody, you being a child of God, you touch somebody, even if they were unclean, the fact that they have come in contact with holiness, they have been purified. Mm. Wow. Mm. That is why, you see, I have sons that I, I try to build a relationship with. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I notice that they are not pushing for the, because I, I love my sons and daughters. Those who push for a relationship, I give my relationship. Those who don't push for it, I know that they are not ready mm -hmm. for it. Mm -hmm. I back off. If you don't recognize, you see, there are people that have been a blessing in my life. I recognize them all the time. Yeah, that's true. So true. I acknowledge people because it's a culture and a tradition that I learned from God himself. The Lord acknowledged Job on the face of the earth. The Lord acknowledged Noah on the face of the earth in his time. Of the face of the earth. The Lord acknowledged Moses in his time. The Lord acknowledges people that are his own. But you cannot even acknowledge your own God. Maronde. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your ability to acknowledge. I always acknowledge my, my spiritual father. It's been such a tremendous blessing to me. Not only physically, but spiritually. Yeah. I say that all the time. Anyone who cannot acknowledge another man, let me tell you something. No one can become powerful on their own. It's a lie. Thanks. I acknowledge my father all the time. Without him, I won't have the life that I have. Without him, I won't be in the position that I am. God sent him to help me spiritually and physically. There are people that have poured into me dramatically. I talk of, 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 of the great prophet evidence all the time. People that have been a blessing to me, I talk about them without any shame. Yep. Because that's what pushes us higher in the realm of the spirit. I talk about my, my brother, Prophet Glovis, all the time. Blessing to me. I talk about Prophet EJ, my closest friend, all the time. Mm -hmm. If I learn something from them, I'll tell you this one, I learned from this one. I talk about Prophet Dennis. I say, Prophet Dennis has blessed me. I have no shame in that. Because that's what makes us great. The problem is we live in a generation where everybody wants to be 
the major of majors. Everybody is the greatest man of God. <laughs> Yet greatness is cultivated. Please say that again. Greatness is cultivated. No pillar stands on its own. Uh -uh. Even the Lord Jesus recognized the 12 that were going to carry on what he started. This is God choosing 12 men that were carnal to help him. No one can stand on their own. Who do you recognize? If you cannot recognize God, you'll never recognize people. Ah, exactly. You know me, I never understand this one thing. Can I be completely honest? Oh, yes. Yes, Father. I don't understand why men of God uh, compete. That's one thing that has never made sense to me. I don't understand why pastors, prophets, bishops, evangelists compete. It's one of the silliest things mm -hmm. in the whole world. The Lord Jesus said this, he said, two disciples came to him with their mother. And the mother said, can my sons sit with you on your throne when that day comes? Jesus looked at them and said, you don't know what you're asking for. Can you drink from the cup of suffering that I'm about to drink from now? Indeed, you will partake of it, but you don't know what you're asking for. Then the other disciples heard this and the other disciples got offended. Then Jesus called them together and started worship, washing their feet and said this, the greatest among you must be the servant of all. Greatness in the kingdom of God is about who you serve. How many people you serve, not how many people serve you, not how many people call you father, not how many people shout prophet, how many people shout prophesy, not how many people say son of, son of, son of, son of. It means nothing if they are spiritually empty. You failed. Who did you serve? And then we, com we compete, yet we are in different parts of the vineyard. Not everybody is called to have 10,000 people. Yeah, true. Not everybody is called to have 50 million people. Not everybody is called to have 100 people. Be content with where God has placed you. Mm -hmm. It is not about people. Yeah. These are not your people. They are God's people. God is giving you people according to your capacity. If you want God to give you hundreds of thousands of people, become a faithful servant unto them. Right. We are hired by God to be servants of the people. We are not hired by God so that the people can serve us. Yeah. I don't understand this thing. I am the greatest prophet. What for? Won't prophecy cease? 
healing will cease. All these things will stop one day. Mm -hmm. In heaven, who are you going to prophesy to? Right. <laughs> In heaven, who are you going to heal? In heaven, who's going to call you? Means nothing. Great prophet. <laughs> Highest, most high prophet. Means nothing. <laughs> The only thing they will sing about you in heaven is how many people you brought to the Lord. How many people did you bring to Jesus? How many people did you actually serve? How many people did you go on your knees and fast for? How many people did you go in the background crying before God for them without anybody knowing? But all this is because we don't recognize God. And if we cannot recognize God, we will never recognize where he has sent us. Mm -hmm. And if we don't recognize whom he has sent us to, we will not serve the purpose that we are sent to. There's no reason for all this fighting that men of God are doing from, from the States to Africa to Asia to whatever. It's silliness. Somebody cannot just be called prophet. They need a big title that says what kind of prophet they are. Major, most high prophet. For what? <laughs> There's no award for it. Is God calling you that? If God is calling you that, then great. If God is not calling you that, leave it alone. Serve people. This is why it's very important. This is why it's so important. Because somebody who is aware of God... Aish, Bishop, somebody who is aware of God will always see God. Let me tell you a truth. Can I tell you the honest truth? Yeah. Let me be honest with you guys. I never wanted that title prophet. I never wanted it. I never even desired it. Am I a prophet? A hundred percent. I was born one. I never wanted that title. I never wanted it. I never even desired it. If I was called Pastor Lovi, I, I would the attack that people attack me, even for what I don't get it, <coughs> I would have been safer. The only reason why I went with the prophet mm -hmm. is because the Lord told me, if you do not present yourself as what I call you, you rob the people of the blessing. If you receive a prophet in the name of a pastor, you miss the blessing that comes with the spirit of a prophet. Mm -hmm. If you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, then you receive the reward that comes with the spirit of a prophet. Amen. So if I come to you in camouflage, then I can't bless you. Right. I've already robbed you. 
You don't build a relationship with Jesus because you are listening to ballads. You know, there's a lot of worship songs that are not worship. (laughs) I am a child of God. That's not worship. What has that got to do with God? Worship is about him, it's not about you. (laughs) You know, it's because we are not using what is between our... Lee and Ashley, you should be on vacation. Get off live stream. (laughs) It's a joke. (laughs) There is something God put between our ears. It's called medulla oblongata. I hope I said it right. I think, yeah, I think you did. That thing between our ears needs to be put to work. I was talking to my son, Claudius, not too long ago, and uh, Gels also. I was talking to both of them, and I was telling them, and one day I will teach about the foolishness of men of God. (laughs) 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 This is not so that to make people, and this is some foolishness that I went through too. But I'm gonna, this will be when I would, I'm, I'm planning to do before the year ends a, 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 a minister's conference only for ministers, only pastors. <laughs> Lee, I'm praying for you. My son Lee Elias Simpson is, look at the thing he's writing. <laughs> the seven. <laughs> Said Salomon color outfit, I'm a deep. I'm a fisher of men. (laughs) 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 I'm calling it the foolishness of men of God. Let me explain it. This, I will teach it when I do the minister's conference. I want to do it so bad. And my prayer is that God will bring uh, uh, pastors from, uh, from California to Dallas to Maryland to, to Washington, 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 D.C. to Washington State. It's going to be just a minister's meeting, an impartation m- meeting that will help ministers to get to 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 uh, to the level that God wants them to get to. Amen. 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 But one of the lessons that I will teach them is the foolishness, the foolishness of of ministers, or the foolishness of men of God. Let me explain it. Let me use a a basic term. Two people have, one went to school and got all the qualification they need to be an accountant. Another one went to school, didn't do so well in school. But the one that did not do well in school, graduate, still graduated but didn't do good, 
But what happened was he got a job as an accountant. But the one who is qualified with all qualification uh, somebody somebody uh Carol uh says my husband is a minister he is not fully shame on you Ay, some people I don't know what ears they listen with it's okay we forgive her <laughs> some people you just have to forgive them and let them go you don't even entertain it the one who went to school and didn't do well got a job the one who got all the qualification is struggling to get a job the only way the one that has all the qualifications will get a job is through one thing. Their ability to learn from the one who did not qualify best but has a job. If the one who has all the qualifications thinks they're better than the one who has a job, they will never enter into a position of work because what makes you get hired is not just, is not just your ability to be, uh, is not just your ability to have all the qualifications. There are other things beyond your certificate that guarantees that you will secure a position. Right. People have to like you. Believe it or not, it has a lot to do with the job that you get. If people don't like you, they will never give you a job. It doesn't matter how qualified you are. Number two, your people's skills matter. If you have no people skills, you might not get a job. If you're arrogant, you will not get a job. It doesn't matter that you got all the certified things that say that you're good. Somebody who knows how to be good with people will have something more than you have that your certificates cannot give. So the foolishness of many men of God is this. They look at another man of God that God has lifted up, has given him a lot of sheep to look after. They have five people that follow them, but this one has a hundred. But because they see that they don't have everything together, they think they are better than them. That is a foolish man of God. Because there is a reason why God has given this one more than you. Remember, the one who is giving is God. Right. I don't know if somebody is catching what I'm trying to say here. Uh, I catch it, Papa. I catch it. What makes you great? What makes you great is whom you learn from. Mm. 
People who think they have it all together, they will never go anywhere in life. One of my sons, I really I love this character in him, and there are many of them that do the same thing. My son Lee does it. My son Calvin does it. They have learned one thing, to ask questions to people who are doing better. They, don't they know they are gifted, but if this person is ahead of me, there is a reason why they are ahead of me. Exactly. I need to learn something from them. But the foolishness of many ministers is this. They think they are better than somebody. Yet that person is doing better than you. As if, as if it's a competition of making people fall. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> a faithful servant is always seeking to be more effective for his master. How can I gain more for my master, not how much I can show myself better than another? Mm -hmm. That's not the point. My brother, the great apostle prophet, Juma has said it perfectly. So your ability to recognize position means that you definitely have the ability to recognize God. If you lack the ability to see God, mm -hmm. you will never build a relationship with Him. Prayer begins with thanksgiving. Prayer does not begin with praise or worship. Every prayer you make must always begin with thanksgiving and end with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Gratitude is the way of the kingdom of God and is definitely the way of building a relationship with God. When Jacob was running from his brother and he slept somewhere in the middle of nowhere, he laid his head on top of a rock. And when he slept, he saw a dream that the Lord was at, at the top. And the Sulam descended from heaven unto the earth. And he saw angels ascending and descending. And the Lord said, I am the Lord. I will be with you. I will do this. I will do that. I will do this. When he woke up, he did not begin to worship God. When he woke up, he recognized God. He said, I slept at the gates of heaven and I did not know it. Immediately he built a monument to commemorate that I encountered God in this place. Right. Gratitude is the foundation of a relationship with God. This is why when we give our life to Jesus, we don't begin by saying, Lord, I thank you, uh, forgive my sins. <laughs> First, you acknowledge the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus. Because if you don't acknowledge the sacrifice, you cannot receive it. Yeah. What you acknowledge is what you see. Uh, 
So I cannot give my life to the Lord Jesus if I don't acknowledge the cross, the work of the cross. I may not fully know it because you discover when you start working with God that the finished work of the cross is more than him just giving you salvation. But just the fact that you can recognize what you can see at the level that you're in is already pushing you deeper with God. Do you realize the difference between you who is given your life to the Lord Jesus and those who haven't is one thing. You acknowledge that there was a man that God sent that was God himself that gave his life for you. And other people have not acknowledged it. Those who did not acknowledge it can die and go to hell because they never saw it. But those who acknowledged it will be saved. Notice the only thing that is saving us is who acknowledged the cross. Yeah. Ah. Yes. Not who went to the cross. Who acknowledged the cross? I feel like I'm talking to myself. YouTube, are you there? We hear you, Papa. We hear you. I want people to keep sharing, texting, and giving and giving to, to people this link. Keep sharing this link and all those who are giving, God bless you. I don't know if somebody's catching me. We'll catch you. We hear you. By December, I will have a devotion, devotional for all my people that will be accessible to everybody. It will be a video and a PDF that you will have for every single day of the year, beginning December. Okay. You don't begin to pray for the year in January, you begin in December. Sow your seed of the year in prayer mm -hmm. before the year begins. Don't sow it in the year. Right. <laughs> you don't sow in the time of harvest. No. If you want January to be harvest, start in December. If you start in January, then you will harvest in February. Karabashante le korabasia. Maria voka talabara dia totele meshte. Zakuria makatosh. Zekerebia antole matole mantole. So capture this. Simply recognizing changes the whole game. Imagine you're in a relationship. For those who are in a relationship, you're a man or a woman. Imagine your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your, your fiancé or your fiancée doesn't recognize you. <laughs> that relationship will die before you even go anywhere. It will backfire yeah. instantly. I wish somebody could hear me. We hear you. Mazonto, mazonto, mazonto. Korebe dia asto oparia kasonte peredia costa. That is why when I go to church and I see a lot of people worshiping, 
it breaks my heart because I'm like, these people don't even know what worship is yet. Very few places I have been that people actually know worship. I don't know if somebody is hearing me. We hear you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. This is why it's so important. This is why it's so important to make sure that you're planted in the right place. Worship does not make you hear God. Recognizing God makes you hear God. Before I go to church and I prophesy to people, I always acknowledge that God who has been with me, I always acknowledge God who has been with me, will always be with me. And no matter where I am, he will always speak because he has never left me. Right. Notice that's not worship. I'm just recognizing that he's always with me. I don't know if somebody's catching me. Your problem is you say, God, speak to me. God, speak to me. <laughs> me, I know he is with me. I always acknowledge him. I know that where I'm going, I did not send myself. He's the one who sent me. Where I'm going, it is not me who has to speak. He has to speak. I acknowledge that he's always with me. So wherever I go, I am guaranteed that he will be there. I am guaranteed that he's with me because I see him, even through the faces of the people that he came. Number two, Facebook, are you there? Acknowledging God. is the first one. Did I make it clear what it is to acknowledge God? Maybe it's clear again. When you pray, acknowledge him for who he is. Lord, I'm grateful. My thanksgiving, thanksgiving is simply acknowledgement. See, when you read a book, they don't write thanksgiving. They write acknowledgement. I acknowledge my mother. I thank her for all the support she gave me mm -hmm. during this book. I thank my brother, so-and-so. I thank my father, so-and-so. The acknowledgement simply means thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving is seeing God and what he has already done before, before anything. You are seeing what he already established through the cross you recognize that I am not going to walk with God because of what I have done. I'm walking with God because of what he has done. Right. You know what I think? Mm -hmm. I think today we should end it with this one. Because I just think, you know, if you just acknowledge God for who he is and what he has done with thanksgiving, your prayer can last five hours, easily. <laughs> the reason why so many people don't have words to pray when you're praying is because you don't have thanksgiving. Right. 
You thank God for the little things and the big things because he has given you something. But prayer of thanksgiving is seeing him beyond what he has done for you. What has positioned you to be with him? Do you think we can earn being with God? It's impossible. This should be your homework for today. Go take a book and a paper. A book and a pen. Sorry, I said book and a paper. Take a book and a pen. Start writing. the goodness of God. Not what he has done for you. We are not talking about the houses that he has given you, even though those are good things. Start by acknowledging his pursuit of love for you. When you didn't know him, he called you. When you are still in sin, he was there for you. He brought you to the knowledge of him. He died for you. Let me tell you, if you all the promises that he has for you, if you can acknowledge him, and you write these things down, I promise you, if you wrote less than five pages, I don't know. I think that's the homework I'm going to give people. And I want you to be sincere with yourself because... We are trying to build, I'm trying to position you to build with God. To build a real relationship with the living Jesus. Not the fake, the fake one, generic one that you are just kind of passing by. Right. A real solid thing with him. And that will take work. Father, I pray for your people. And every single one that is giving, those who are desiring a true walk with you, let this word enter their heart. Let this word change their hearts, change their minds. Let them come to know who you are and what you did before we even came into the picture. And what you laid as a foundation for us that we didn't pay for, we didn't work for, we didn't do anything for, but you simply gave it to us that should be received with thanksgiving. Father, let this change them and bring them to the knowledge of whom you are. In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. amen. I love you all. God bless you and I will see you tomorrow. Shalom, shalom. I saw God giving him a platform in Hollywood, this one. I saw him becoming very known and very famous. I don't know what you do, but I saw your star just going. Because when I looked at him, I saw him becoming as big as Kevin Hart, this one. Oh, what do you do? <laughs> Stand up, come. <laughs> in the realms of the spirit, when you were carrying him, there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit. It was a difficult pregnancy to yeah, carry him. Yeah.
to the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point. Yes. Because I remember I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you're about four months going to five months, yes. I saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him. Yes, yes. Professor. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that?